this. Hi, everyone. My name is Martha Hasso, and you're listening to my podcast, Dichos. Welcome back to another episode of Dichos. Ay, it sounds so weird me saying that. <laughs> I was going to continue and say, pues muchísimas gracias por estar aquí, but um, thank you so much for the people who have recently joined in La Familia and listened to uh, my last episode that I did a month ago. I realized that it's gotten a lot more listens and it's gotten a lot more track and of course, it makes me feel like crap, you know, um, that I haven't recorded a new episode. And it's just been, porque, pues, obviamente, I've been like, you know, my priorities are always my main job, my other responsibilities. I have two jobs, and then, obviously, I'm a caretaker. A lot of you conocen a mi mamá y saben que tienen problemas de su salud, you know, I was, it, she had a few surgeries here and there. Um, quite a few, actually. Y ahorita, pues, se acaba de lastimar una rodilla. You know, she fractured her knee. So I'm a caretaker on the side. I have to divide my time up between my mother, my, you know, my work, my boyfriend, you know, my relationship, my friends, you know, and anything else in between. I do, you know, some volunteering and community events. And so... It's hard for me to kind of like, you know, divide my time sometimes and dedicate a specific time to doing this podcast. Um, also, a la misma vez, you know, como les decía antes, like I also don't want to just do a podcast just to do it. You know, I don't like to just do an episode porque siento que necesito hacer un episodio. Yo quiero hacer un episodio que tenga substance that, you know, has a reason or a story behind it. Um, and a lot of people have been DMing me and inboxing me and messaging me. Y mucha gente que he visto en persona, a lot of, like, other influencers and stuff like that, have also, like, connected with me and said um, that they want to do collaboration with me. ¿Desde cuándo me han dicho esto? Y la verdad que desde cuándo sí lo quiero hacer. Pero a la misma vez es muy difícil para mí to coordinate a time and get together with these people because I know that they also have sus propias familias, you know, tienen sus, sus hijos o, tienen, o están casados o están en una relación or they're just involved in other, a lot of other things. And so it's been hard for me to coordinate with them. But I promise that I will, you know, make an effort to hopefully, you know, maybe at the beginning of the year, next year, have these collaborations happen or make these collaborations happen. Um, I think it's very important que todos escuchemos las historias y versiones de otras personas porque I'm not the only person who has stories and I'm not the only person who's grown up with these dichos in their lives. Obviously, these dichos son una, es una parte importante de la familia y las tradiciones mexicanas and so many of us share these stories and so many of us have so many um, memories that we grew up with, you know, and a lot of times, you know, I've met people who are like, well, I didn't even know what a dicho was, you know, I didn't understand what, you know, a dicho is, but then they heard my episode, and they're like, I get it, you know, it's part of the tradition, I too grew up with, you know, proverbs, and so I never understood how 
they were really like utilized as a learning um I don't know like a learning uh blueprint right in life and so that being said I wanted to continue these episodes and record this podcast mi mamá me acaba de de contar una historia hoy hace rato que no puedo creer la verdad que no puedo creer que tenga gente así alrededor de ella my mom and I are so different in so many ways. I mean, we look exactly the same. Si nos ven, todos dicen, obviamente es tu hija, o obviamente es tu mamá, you know, like, we look like dos gotitas de agua, but we are so completely different when it comes to personalities, and just, um, you know, just the way we think, and the way we react and act. Um, she, like, we're both very social, she's very much a social butterfly, but she's also very trusting, whereas I'm a little bit more wary of people, you know, I, I don't know if it's just the way I was brought up, but, uh, but I'm the type of person who has to kind of feel the energy, and if I don't feel it, then I just won't make an effort to be your friend, or hang out, you know, I'll be courteous, nice, and, pero pues obviamente no vamos a no sé, a tomar un helado or whatever or ir a cenar or like whatever, you know, go have a drink. I'm not going to be like that. I don't need fake friends, right? My mom, on the other hand, no le importa, you know? She doesn't care if she met you like two hours ago, she likes you, she's going to just go and like have a drink with you or like have some dinner, invitarte a la casa, you know, vamos a cenar, te invito a un café or whatever it is, you know? My mom's completely different. So with that being said, this story that I'm about to share with you in this deep show that I'm about to share with you just happened today. Um, and hopefully you enjoy it. So let me know if you've heard of this one and let me know your thoughts on it. So come stay tuned for the deep show of the day coming up right now. Okay, the deep show of the day. The deep show of the day is Tengo malos ratos, pero no malos gustos. And so what that interprets to is I've had bad times, but I don't have bad choices. No, I would say bad taste. So I've had bad, I have bad times, but I don't have bad taste. And so keep that in mind because I'm about to share the story with you. I have bad times, but I don't have bad taste. So the story goes like this. My mom has this friend and we'll just call her Beatriz, you know, Let's say Beatriz is like one of those, you know, ladies who, muy, que les dicen muy persinada, you know, not to look down on anyone because, you know, I'm very religious, you know, a spiritual person myself, pero tampoco soy hipócrita, you know. I know that I'm not perfect. I have my flaws. Pero esta persona, Beatriz, she loves to judge people. Y eso es lo que no me gusta de ella. Because she's just very hypocritical. She's a, a Christian or claims to be a Christian. But yet, you know, she lies and does things that are not very Christian-like. And so to me, it's just like, you know, like, what's up with that? So that being said, my mom's from Yatriz told my mother something today that just didn't sit well with me cuando mi mamá me dijo esto no lo podía creer first I started laughing second I just kind of like went, once it all soaked in 
yo dije, pues es que no puedo creer que haya gente así y que one, that she would lie and two, that she would just act this way three, that she would even act this way towards you and four, that you're still, still hanging out with her so let me tell you a little bit back, a little backstory on this mi mamá y esta señora Beatriz han conocido ya bastantes años así que they've been through a lot together so they do have a really good friendship you know and I don't know what this friendship is based on you know if it's like based on just like them knowing each other for so long or if it's really like generally based on like being a friend <laughs> because things like this make me question her friendship towards my mom you know and so Beatriz le dijo a mi mamá today so okay let me give you a backstory sorry so Beatriz like I said you know she's very Christian and all that And this is why I think it's a little weird that just the way she is as a person. Beatriz has been praying to God to re to meet a rich man. So Beatriz struggles, you know, she doesn't come from money. She used to actually have a really good job. She used to be a caretaker for a, a elderly woman who just recently passed away. Y cuando pues todo esto sucedió, ya... Le, le pagaba muy bien, you know, la señora le pagaba muy bien. Pero obviamente, pues, nothing lasts forever, right? Y Beatriz está acostumbrada. She, I think she was getting, you know, at like a really good amount of money, you know, like more than, more than most people get paid. Like at least, I think she said maybe $1,500 a week or something like that. So imagine that. That's I would say that's pretty good money, you know, for being a caretaker. So she was used to, like, a different lifestyle. Ella tenía un apartamento muy bonito, you know. She had a, luxur a luxury apartment. She had, like, luxury clothes. And she actually, like, had a completely different lifestyle. Pero cuando la señora falleció, you know, she had to downgrade. She had to move back with her son and, um... She has to work as a caretaker, but now she has, like, temporary jobs, like, temp jobs. And so, she doesn't have, like, una señora fija, you know? And so, sometimes she has work, sometimes she doesn't. And right now, it's just been a real struggle for her because it's been hard for her to kind of adapt to this new lifestyle. Entonces, that being said, right, Beatriz, being the Christian <laughs> that she is, thought it was a good idea to, like, pray for a rich man why anyone would pray for a rich man like especificamente un señor así like i mean i pray for like a good man you know like please god you know send a good man into my life which he has been so grateful for baby if you're listening to this thank you so much you have been a blessing in my life um but i've never prayed for you know just like something superficial like that or something just That's so weird, you know, for me, like, to pray for something like that. It's like, I don't know. ¿Qué piensan ustedes? Ustedes díganme, you know, like, is is that weird or not? Because to me it is. Anyways, Beatriz prayed for a rich man. Y por suerte conoció a un hombre, you know. And so she met this man who's well off, you know, who's a little a little older than her. And lo conoció and she just, like... 
thought it was meant to be. You know, le dijo mi mamá, fíjate que Dios, Dios me trajo este hombre. Yo le pedí con todo mi corazón a Dios que me dé un hombre que tenga dinero y, y me, lo, me lo trajo, you know, a mi vida. Es, es una bendición en this and that. And so I was like, and I was genuinely happy for her. I was like, pues que bueno, you know. Ojalá y así, pues, you know, she can keep her time occupied, occupied with this man. And so they were they were going out and things like that, you know. Pero se hacía mucho de rogar, you know. This man wanted to, Beatriz, to like kind of start living with him. Um, you know, obviously spend the night and just kind of like form a like a life together. Pero Beatriz didn't want to go live with him si no se casaban. So she gave him that ultimatum. Like, me tienes que pedir mi mano, you know, de matrimonio. And, all. and so I, I laugh and I joke with my mom. I was like, que se cree una quinceañera o okay. You know, like, I mean... I don't know. I guess maybe because, you know, I know her and stuff like that. I, I, I'm allowed to say stuff like that. But, like, to me, it's funny. I was like, oh, my God. Like, she's not that young anymore. Like, she needs to, like, get on with it, you know? Like, she needs to, like, let let this man or give some sort of indication that she likes him. Because otherwise, he's not going to be interested in, her, interested in her. And so, anyways, así pasó. Las cosas pasaron las semanas. And they would, like, I think, go out to eat, like, once a week or something like that. And she thought everything was going well. And so she would tell my mom, solamente estoy esperando que me pida mi mano. Que me pida mi mano. And I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> like me rolling my eyes, you know, like, mm -hmm. So this um, man ended up, uh, uh, what is it? Getting ill. He actually fell ill. I'm not too sure what he has, but apparently he fell really ill, unfortunately. And so his son had to come from Houston and pick him up to go live with him. So now he's living in Houston with his son. Así que imagínate, like, she didn't want to, like, go over to his house when he was here. Menos in Houston, you know. Obviamente no lo va a visitar and this and that. And so... I tell my mom, pues, ya se le fue, you know, ya se le fue la palomita, como dicen, you know, pues, what is she going to do now? It's not like she's going to go to Houston, because I really doubt she's going to go to Houston. And so, my mom's like, pues, no sé qué va a hacer, porque ahora no sabe ni cómo comunicarse con él, porque now he's in the hospital. And I was like, well, what does he have? You know, like, what if he's really sick? And, you know, he really liked her and he really wanted something formal with her. But she's like, you know, like she's freaking 15 years old. Not 15. I'm sorry. 18 years old. <laughs> I was going to say 15 because quinceañera. You know, that's like the saying. But I was like, dude, she just needs to go and like be there by his side or be by his bedside, you know, or whatever it is. But no. Obviamente, no hace esas cosas. So, there's a point to this. Let me tell you. So, Beatriz, being the person that she is, you know, was praying that, you know, he gets better so that they can get married or whatever. And so, right now, since Beatriz has been struggling, she hasn't had a job. Her, her phone got cut off. And so, she's been bor borrowing my mother's cell phone to call this man. She finally got a hold of him at the hospital. And um, she got a hold of his son, and his son gave gave 
her information as to where he his whereabouts were you know what hospital and all that and so she was able to communicate with him now and stuff like that but he's not doing well you know and Beatriz I'm like dude what are you doing like just go visit him you know if you really like him go see him like be by his side let him know that you love him you know obviamente pero pues no Beatriz continues to just call him on the phone using my mom's cell phone right and so Oi, I don't know what happened, but I think Beatriz just got it into her head that she, I don't know, she was tripping. I don't know. She's like weird. My mom dijo que Beatriz le pidió su teléfono. Le pidió el teléfono a mi mamá y le dijo, me presta su teléfono. And my mom's like, para qué, you know? So they were in front of the Metro PCS store. Beatriz made my mother drive to the metro pcs store because that's where my mother has her phone from you know how mexican people are like they like to the whole month to month flat fee 30 dollars or 40 dollars whatever it is my mom doesn't like she, like if it were up to my mom she'd have a flip phone still she doesn't even know how to use her phone but anyways that's like the whole other point so anyways beatriz makes my mom like drive to metro pcs and tells her lies to her face and tells her, Presteme tu teléfono. And my mom's like, why? She goes, Porque me voy a sacar uno para mí y quiero que sea igualito al tuyo. And so she used that excuse. Mind you, Beatriz is, you know, considers, calls herself, like, is an advent Christian woman. Very honest. Lying to my mother's face. Presteme tu teléfono porque me voy a comprar uno. So my mom believes her, gives her her phone. Beatriz goes inside Metro PCS. I guess a few minutes have passed and my mom's like trying to like freaking out, you know, or not freaking out, but like she's like, what's up? You know, it's been a long time already. My mom didn't get off like the car right away because my mom, see, sabes que mi mamá, if you, if you know me personally, then you know that my mother has been having health issues. If you don't. Most of you don't know me personally. Well, my mother, obviamente, ha tenido problemas con su salud. You know, ultimamente, she fractured her knee. And so, she's not able to walk as easily as she was, uh, she would before. And so, for her, like, walking is a commitment, you know. And so, she didn't want to get off the car to begin with. Pero, pues, time had already passed. Beatriz hasn't shown up with her phone. So, my mom gets off the car and goes inside metro pcs y alcanza a oír que dice the customer service rep to beatriz ya te borré todos los teléfonos que me dijo que borrara and my mom's like what cuáles teléfonos my mom's like wait what which phone number did you raise and why and beatriz you know had nothing like obviously she has no choice but to like fess up to my mom and tell her ah es que le pedí que borrara los teléfonos donde te habla el, you know del señor we'll just call him bob donde te habla bob porque no quiero que se confunda or something like that like some like crazy story that made no sense and so my mom turns around and tells her o sea tengo malo ratos pero no malos gustos honey like i have bad i've had bad times but i don't ha have bad taste like she was just like offended my mom was just like wait a minute 
No te voy a bajar el novio. Like, you think I'm going to, like, steal your boyfriend? Like, why would you be so insecure like that? Like, why would you even do that? Like, that is so weird. Um, so, my, my mom told me the story. I was just like, oh, sea. Where do I start? I cannot believe that my mom still hangs out with this lady. One. Two, I cannot even believe that this lady is the way she is and just judges people all the time like she's one of those people who will tell you to your face like lo que piensa de ti but she doesn't like look at her own personal life and her own personal doings and realize that she's probably just as bad or worse you know third why i mean i, I don't think it's healthy for someone to like pray and be superficial like this you know, to pray to get a rich man in your life. O sea, ¿quién hace eso? Digo, yo pido, cuando rezo y pido por alguien, es por, you know, I pido salud, obviamente. Pido, you know, que todos estén bien. Like, I ask for things that, um, like, help more than anything, to be honest with you. Um, and to just kind of things be good. I think... If we have health, then we're, like, okay, you know? This is, like, the most important thing. And so, to me, I think it's just really weird when people ask for prayer. Like, I would never pray for a rich man. I always prayed for a good man. And, baby, if you're listening to this, you have been an entire blessing in my life. Thank you so much. And I thank God every day for giving me a good man. You know, I never... Like, even thought of, like, praying for a rich man. Like, are you kidding me? Like, that's not right. Like, eso no, no está bien. Pero, you know, whatever. Each of each their own. She prayed for this guy. And the fact that she lied to my mom. Y son cositas así. Like, she lies to my mom about cositas así. Imagínate what else, you know, she would lie to my mom about. And my, I know, yo sé que han sido amigas por bastante tiempo you know and so you let a lot of this stuff like kind of slide by just fly by because you know you tolerate a lot from your friends let's be honest a friendship is like you tolerate the good and the bad and that's what makes good friends right but my mom has always been very trusting of people yeah and so i'm always on the lookout for my mom you know porque no me gusta que gente se aproveche de ella like Especialmente gente que la usa así. You know, this lady, Beatriz, like, I know that she's been friends with my mom for a really long time. But there's certain things about her that just kind of irk me. You know, she knows that my mom can't really walk. And she, yet like, takes my mom, like, to the freaking mall to go shopping. Parks way on the other side of the mall. And to the point where el otro día esto pasó, my mom had to call me because she couldn't walk back. She's like, me puedes venir por mí, you know? Like, I, I, like, my mom wanted to cry. She was in so much pain from her knees. She's like, I cannot walk back to the car. And yet, also, like, little things like this, Beatriz cannot drive at night, but yet she makes my mom drive her car, drive her everywhere at night, you know? And so I'm just like, no, like, just little things like this, you know? But... This was just, like, I, of course, made me, like, laugh, you know, because of the response that my mom gave her, like, o sea, Beatriz, tengo malos ratos, no malos gustos, you know, like, I don't have bad taste like that. I wouldn't, like, I'm a classy person. I would never, like, steal your boyfriend like that, you know, honey, you are, like, in the wrong. Your insecurities have you, like, all over the place. 
But at the same, you know, the other side of the coin to me is just like, oh my God, like why put, why surround yourself with people like this, you know? But that's a whole other story, right? Um, let me know what you thought of this dicho. If you have any Beatrices in your life, um, <laughs> if you even heard of this dicho. And uh, I look forward to hearing your stories. Thank you so much for being so patient with me, for continuing to support the Ichos. Be sure to follow my Instagram account. Yes, sé que no estoy muy activa en Facebook, pero en el Instagram voy a tratar de estar un poco más activa. Um, don't forget to share. And uh, thank you also to everyone who's also uh, left reviews, really good reviews, like people that I don't know. Thank you to all my friends who have, but also thank you to the people who really genuinely that I don't know have left good reviews and stuff like that. It makes me really happy. Así que muchísimas gracias por, you know, abrir este espacio en tu corazón para mi podcast. And hopefully uh, I can get another episode coming up before the end of the year. Um, I'll talk to y'all soon, and um, yeah, happy holidays. Don't forget that you can follow me on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Dichos Podcast. You cannot miss me, guys. El logo tiene un huevo amarillo. It, at least that's what it looks like. So you can go ahead and share with your friends, like my post, slide into my DMs porque me encanta oír las historias de ustedes. And if you have anything to share with me, let me know. Leave some feedback and comments. If you have a dicho in particular that you would like for me to, you know, contar una historia, uh, let me know that as well. Así que go share, go share. Dichos Podcast, Facebook, and Instagram.